Resurrected Republic, Truth Radio Broadcast on RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network, because you can handle the truth. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is RTR Truth Media on RBN every Sunday, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time. I am your co-host, Chris Switzer, a.k.a. The Freedom Ministry, and I'm joined by our co-host, Rachel Tobias. How are you, Rachel? Hello. And, hey, uh, of course, <laughs> I'm doing well. Yourself? Doing all right. Sorry. Go Go on. Okay, you're fine. Um, of course, since we last broadcasted, the D.C. Capitol uh, event has happened, of course, right? Um, and there's lots of opinions on the matter. Uh, I'll just tell you right off. My opinion is that it is a psyop um, in a sense that just like Charlotte, it's, it's you know, infiltrated. It's co-opted. You saw what happened inside you know, the, the Senate chambers, you saw what happened with Ashley Babbitt, um, whether staged or not, I truly believe a woman was killed. Um, you know, that, that stuff happened, right? Then we see uh, pictures of baked Alaska inside what we can only assume is Nancy Pelosi's office, his legs up on her desk, you know, he's kind of just chilling out, having a good time. I saw certain members of Antifa and non-Antifa people uh, being kind of questioned by FBI and authorities from entering the Capitol building. Um, so lots of stuff going on. But um, I found a, a letter that's, you know, circulating the Internet, and it seems to be, if legitimate, from Nancy Pelosi's office, uh, the Speaker of the House, okay? And this letter, which I believe we've linked on RBN, um, I've also put a link to it in the RTR Truth Media Chitango chat room that we have, um, if anybody's interested to follow along. Uh, but the letterhead says, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, and it's dated from the summer, okay, when all like the, the Portland stuff was cracking off and going down. Uh, so it's August 27th, 2020, that's date the, the letterhead date, and it is addressed to the mayor of Portland. Okay, Mr. Ted Wheeler, 1221 Southwest 4th Avenue, number 340, Portland, Oregon, 97204. Dear Mr. Wheeler, I have seen your response to the riots in your city, and I am urging you to stick to the proven Democratic playbook. I would like to review this with you now. Number one, deny there is a problem. And then in parentheses, it says press will support this. Number two, refer to everything as peaceful and calm. In parentheses, press will help here also. Number three, when all hell breaks loose, so they expect all hell, hell to break loose, go on camera and show your support for anybody breaking the law. Go on camera and show your support for Anybody breaking the law, parentheses, press will praise you for this. You will be a new hero. Trust me. Number four, when you can no longer keep any order, quote, blame Trump, end quote. 
parentheses. I cannot overemphasize number four enough. This has worked every time we have used it. And again, the press has told me they will support and fact check any claim we make. This is political gold in all caps and parentheses. Number five, go on television and condemn Trump and refuse any assistance from Trump. We cannot give Trump any victory before the election. Six explanation points. Best wishes, Nancy Pelosi, her signature seemingly, Speaker of the House. And again, this letter was supposedly um, obtained from her office, you know, during the D.C. Capitol storming from uh, Baked Alaska, who has candid shots of himself in her you know, seat with his feet up on her desk, etc., and I was really curious when I first saw those pictures coming out. I was like, man, I'd like to see what's on her desk. You know, I, that's what I was thinking. So it's interesting that this has come to light now, um, you know, in the aftermath of all of this. So if any of you guys have any opinions, you know, uh, what your thoughts are on the matter, um, you know, what do you think, Rachel? So a couple of things. One, overall, I do think that the Capitol rally and siege, if you want to call it that, it was more like a furry convention, to be honest. Uh, I think that in of itself was, I agree, it's a psyop. I think that was a setup. I think Trump held the rally knowing exactly what would happen. I think he really did incite people, but I think he covered his butt by going home and saying a video and saying, oh, I never meant to be violent. Okay, fine. But whether Mm -hmm. or not the people were peaceful or not, when you get a mass gathering, we've seen this even with Black Lives Matter protests, you can't control everyone in the crowd. So whether it was Antifa, whether it was supporters, whether it was undercover cops, what have you, I, mm-hmm. in my, this is just my personal opinion. I think this whole thing was a setup to, you know, cause enough damage because if they really wanted to shut this thing down, they could have, you know, they could have easily, right away. they understaffed yep. police, you know, they could have easily stopped this whole thing from happening. Uh, and they, yeah. they kind of let it go on just long enough to get the photos and videos and things that they needed to get the narratives that they needed. And then just kind of like everyone went home and Congress went back to the Capitol. That seems odd to me. You don't have a revolution <laughs> that lasts like five yeah. hours. And then who are the photographers hanging out with the Congress people taking photos of them cover like cowering and things? I mean, it just seems a little exactly. bit odd to me. Right. And yeah. in terms of the letter itself, there's nothing stopping anyone from just bringing a piece of paper and putting it on her desk. And I'm not saying like, of I'm, I'm skeptical in terms of, I'm skeptical in terms of whether or not that letter is valid, but it kind of doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me because that's pretty much the playbook of what happened. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying the letter is real per se. I'll just kind of leave it as a question mark, but essentially that whole thing, the way that the politicians behaved, I mean, that's essentially what they did. Yeah, and I, I liken it, and I'm, I'm sure you'll agree. I liken it to the uh, uh, the the learned elders of Zion, you know, the Protocols of Zion letter, uh, whether it's real or not. And I truly believe that's you know the legitimate real McCoy. But um, whether this is real or not, either or, like you just said, it is the blueprint, right? Uh, but that's why I use the terms allegedly, supposedly, you know, when I when I was talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but that's exactly what I would have done if I was dumb enough to go inside the Senate chambers. Um, I would have had some very different, you know, prerogatives and priorities. Let's just put it that way. I'm not going to say much more on that because I would not storm there without a serious agenda. Um, but 
yeah, that that's what came of it. Um, and also, we'll we'll kind of see if, if this is real or not by who gets you know held accountable. And if nobody's held accountable and they just let these people go like they have for Black Lives Matter, Antifa people, you know, they get locked up, but then they get released. Right. No charges. It gets dropped. If that's what happens, like we've seen happen before, it's pretty much just the same old, same old, you know, the same song and dance. But uh, I don't see much coming of it in, you know, in, in way of helping the people. You know, none of this helped the people, if you will. Um, we didn't stop any election. We didn't change the electoral, you know, verification or certification of the votes. None of that. All you did was get, you know, a few people killed, um, whether you believe people were killed or not, and uh, cause a bunch of ruckus, you know, that obviously they're going to use to their advantage. So in terms of number one, like, Again, this whole thing sounds like a setup to me because you have Trump hosting the Save America, Stop the Steel rally right at the same time, <laughs> you know, as the electoral mm-hmm. vote right there. And then you have undercover provocateurs. You've got clowns like Baked Alaska. If anyone follows the Twitter account, uh, Daily Grifter <laughs> does a really good job of pointing out all the shenanigans of Baked Alaska hanging out with underage girls and being on this like RV bus and pepper spraying random people to quote unquote save America and support Trump. And it just makes all of anyone who has good intentions that joined America first, you know, who was rooting mm-hmm. on these people, it makes them all look stupid. And obviously Nicholas mm-hmm. Fuentes, in my opinion, is just a grifter who jumped on the Trump train and then threw him under the bus. And is just there to kind of like break in all the people looking for solutions. Uh, it's so ridiculous. And I think that, you know, then we saw immediately all these politicians turn around and say, well, I was going to talk about the fraud, but I can't in my good conscience vote for Trump because of the violence. So it it seemed like such a clear, yep. like they needed an excuse and this was it. So I highly doubt this was a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? And that way we can shut down the fraud conversation and, you know, mm. anything. And this is yeah. a great time, by the way. And Trump even threw his supporters on, under the bus, in my opinion. He said, hey, yep. oh, we're going to arrest people and they shouldn't have done this. And and I understand the position he's in to denounce it. But at the same time, he didn't bring up the lockdowns. He didn't bring up like why people were so angry. He talked about the fraud a bit and that's fine, but he didn't. And by the way, there really is fraud. This is not some random conspiracy with no. There's literally videos of people rescanning ballots and what have you. So I I get a little, I think all elections are illegitimate, but I do also get annoyed when people claim that, oh, it's just, you know, fabricated. It's not. It's like the Russian collusion thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's more evidence of of election fraud and, you know, tampering and all kinds of stuff than there is of the whole Russian collusion thing, which, by the way, millions was spent on. And that accumulated to what? <laughs> so I feel bad for his supporters because they got thrown under the bus. He essentially ditched him. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he ends up just creating his own news network and saying, well, I'm going to fight the corporate media by becoming the media. So give me your money and you know, keeping keeping this grift going. He's he's an opportunistic businessman. That's who he is. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Trump supporters, you know, I'm happy if they start talking about liberty and kind of like doing a reevaluation and directing that energy towards the real culprit, which is essentially the system in of itself. And it is odd to me to hear the left support cops and say, well, 
you know, those people shouldn't have stormed the Capitol <laughs> or else they wouldn't have gotten shot. And in terms of Ashley, which is the Air Force uh, woman that mm-hmm. allegedly died, my own personal opinions are I'm a bit skeptical on the matter, considering I've watched numerous videos on this. I'm no expert, but that was a little odd. It was um, a scene inside the Capitol where she's like climbing by a door or something, trying to get in, and uh, they tell everyone to stop. And uh, there's she's wearing a backpack and she's got a Trump caper or like maybe it was a flag that she had tied around her neck it's as a, a flag. cape. And then yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, and a guy, uh, this guy came out of nowhere to the left or whatever, and he, you can, you can't really see him. He doesn't have any kind of identifying suit or markings on his gun or nothing like that, and he had a face shield, so you couldn't really see him. He allegedly shoots her with a .45 caliber or something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. It wasn't she allegedly, .45. Nobody confirmed that. But okay. <laughs> she allegedly got shot in the neck, and it wasn't like there was blood spraying everywhere. There's somehow. You, you see people go by and then there's allegedly, you know, like blood on her mouth and she fell directly on her back on her backpack that cushioned her while a guy right behind her put his jacket right by the pillar that she had her head nearby. And then they wheeled her out or something like I guess she ended up the last photo I saw of her was she was on some kind of a stretcher or something like that. I am a little skeptical of this. Uh, Mike from Sage Quay did a good job pointing out that in one of her Trump supporter videos, she's at a rally a different one or something. I think I think it was like a photo from a different rally or something where she has a Trump hat on and he kind of pointed out, he's like, her her hat looks brand new. You know, it kind of seems like this person out of nowhere, this supporter. And the whole thing seems sketchy. I'm not saying definitively it was fake. I would put a question mark on this and I wouldn't take it off the table. Sure. <laughs> but I'm a little skeptical of that. And that allegedly mm-hmm. was like, now, other people allegedly were hurt for medical reasons, either because I don't know if they got into scrape with the cops and some cops were hurt or because maybe they had a heart attack or something. It's kind of unclear the details as mm-hmm. to the other few people, but everything said and done. I'm not diminishing any kind of like people getting hurt, of but course. considering how big the rally was, considering them allegedly seizing the Capitol, this is a lot more peaceful than like a smaller event like Kenosha. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, no, of course. And uh, I agree with your sentiment, of of course, about the PSYOP, about her kind of being a, you know, it's suspect, you know, is she legitimate? Is she a Trump supporter? Um, She's Air Force veteran. She's security. Um, She's married also. Right. So Mm -hmm. just me and my wife, my wife would not be going to any of these types of events without me. If, if we're going to go, you know, if she's going to be there, she's going to be there with me. You better believe it. So that's suspect to me, number one. Um, But I have seen. You know, real deaths occurred during psyops, false flags and other sure. such events. You know, unfortunately, there are real victims to these events sometimes, um, whether or not just like George Floyd, whether or not, you know, the the, the game plan was, hey, this person's going to die, you know, because whatever right. X, Y, Z or we're going to fake the death X, Y, Z. Um, but it, it looked legitimate to me. Um, I've seen okay. people get shot. I've seen people die. Um, I've seen gunfire. I'm familiar with firearms. I'm familiar with um, violence, unfortunately. Mm-hmm or whatever, or call it what it is, but I've seen war, I've seen other things. Um, it looked like she was shot and killed. I don't think it was a shot through the neck. Um, I want to say she was shot in the upper chest area, and okay. the blood coming from her nose and her mouth, it didn't appear immediately, but it started coming mm-hmm. out afterward, I believe, is from the lungs, you know, and it, it's, she was gurgling okay. on her on her last breath. Um, I've seen about four different good amateur um, video of it, 
Mm-hmm. One I can't say is amateur because it's really info wars. That's not amateur. But one of the other three are pretty much amateur video. And uh, yeah, it's it's it looks like she is dying. Um, she has involuntary movement of her body. Um, at first, she supposedly, and I can't confirm this. This is the interview from the kid in the blue with the blue backpack and the backward hat. Um, he says that immediately he he was like, "Hey, are you okay?" And she's like, "I'm cool. I'm cool." But then she couldn't talk. She didn't say anything after that, and it all went downhill That's from there. She weird. Fell on and her back. so this is this is where we're gonna have to respectfully like agree to disagree and. Like that's fine. Sure. You know, it, it does to me remind me of Martin Jujino, who was the guy from Buffalo who, you know, like um, allegedly was shoved by the police there and then, you mm-hmm. know, fell back or whatever, crossed his legs, had the helmet on the ground, go smack, hovered his head, pressed a lever. That's the Buffalo one, right? Yeah. That one definitively to me, I'm like 90 percent sure that that was I the crisis acting <laughs> and by the way those police yeah, are still I agree with you. And are facing jail time and i'm not defending police but this is definitely a fraudulent situation mm-hmm. in my opinion and it's terrible and he has a yeah, lawyer and everything no, I hear you. and uh yeah so i'm, I'm just i'm, sure I'm on the suspect table. <laughs> you know i'm skeptical too yeah. i'm skeptical too but like i said um, I just because of, uh, you know, I guess maybe call it my own experience or just like sure. seeing things, my, my own intuitive gut reaction, you know, mm-hmm. when I watched uh, the event initially. And, and this is before I even saw the, the shooter. Um, I felt yeah. this way, just seeing the, you know, seeing it go down. Um, but then I saw the angle with the shooter. I realized the mm-hmm. shot came from the front, not the back. I initially thought it was one, you know, one of the guys who ran up on her with the ARs. I thought it was one yeah. of them, um, but it wasn't obviously clearly um and uh yeah if, if it was real obviously let's say you know maybe it, she wasn't shot at all this is a psyop um and it's just like the buffalo event or any other that we've seen right so the most accurate thing i can say is i would leave it on the table you know i can't honestly say oh yeah sure. it definitely was fake i can just say this is my suspicion and that's you know the best i have what does bother me though is trump supporters and people in general need to be aware of there are certain conspiracies that are real. There are certain asymmetrical subversive warfare tactics that are put on the table. And I think the public needs to really know that that exists at all. And we have seen examples like in 2020, I think it was 2020, Jesse Smollett, right? That was 2020. Feels like forever ago. Yeah, um, was it 2020? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) This is so bad. We have seen incidences of you know, that was a case of a crisis actor that was very obvious and the entire media surrounded him and, and vouched for him and called everyone racist that didn't believe yeah. him. And so, like, that's an example to me of a crisis actor that's a little bit more, like, obvious and, uh, you know, exactly. that's a kind of one-on-one. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Because I, and, and, you know, that's why I love you, Rachel. You play devil's <laughs> advocate. You know, you use common sense and I try to do the same. You know, we all have our opinions oh, yeah. and obviously we kind of have a little disagreement with, you know, our personal belief there. And that's cool. We're cool. humans. Um, but uh, we'll finish up the rest of this thought right after the break. Uh, let's let's take it to commercial. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. 
The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile OxySilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. We're back. We're back. Um, right before the break, we were talking uh, uh, about, you know, playing devil's advocate and is it real? Is it fake? Uh, but what, you know, more importantly, what comes from it? You know, what, what's going to happen? How do they use it to their advantage? Um, how do we use it to our advantage? You know, and what's being covered and not. Um, we were talking to the one of the producers um, off air and he was there. 
Um, so, you know, he saw it. He was at the ellipse with the, you know, Trump speaking. And basically, as soon as Trump, you know, started even doing his his thing over at the ellipse, which could fit about roughly 30,000 people of the like, you know, conservative million that were there on the Capitol at the time. It was a different crowd of people that kind of rushed and surged uh, the, the Senate building while Trump is still giving his speech. So it's not like the same crowd of people was finished with Trump's speech. And then they were like, all right, on mass, let's march over there, you know, just so people get an understanding of what transpired um, and, and how it transpired to the best of our knowledge. I hope that's a, a decent picture of the event. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, I just posted a link. Um, it's interesting, too. Because basic Alaska is so clearly a grift, and the New York Times has an article talking about how Baked Alaska was making all this money off of live streaming from the Capitol over DLive. And other things that are going to come from this, one, there's the expansion of the definition of, the, of what a domestic terrorist is. And that was something we saw started really with, uh, there's Patriot Act, but also the National Defense Act that, that Obama had signed, I believe, in 2012. Um, kind of thing yeah. that anyone can be detained indefinitely, right? So this is a pre-existing formula that Trump can, or maybe any other politician can take advantage of, right? And then secondly, we're seeing everyone, it's great to hear the producer saying a lot of people at the rally were diverse, but according to the mainstream media, they're going to call everyone a white supremacist, they're going to go off of Baked Alaska. Exactly. And say, Look at these white supremacists making fun of you and your country, and they're just live streaming it, and um, so what else can we get from here? We can yeah. talk about, you know, an opportunity for martial law and have an opportunity for Biden to react. And basically, you know, this is this is definitely also a race issue in the sense of I listen to I've mentioned our interesting times podcast. And I appreciate that they bring up the political dynamics of race and class into this, which I don't necessarily like to. But the system is trying to demonize white male Europeans and just Europeans or white people in general, throw them under the bus and say, look, you know, mm -hmm. they, their grievances are illegitimate. They're, it's just because they're racist and they're all colonialists and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, we have a colonialist tech, you know, system going on here. And currently, you know, to have Twitter, I don't like any politician, but to have Twitter throw Trump under the bus like that is a very dangerous precedent. Now, I, it does frustrate me when people say, well, you know, private businesses can do what they want. And I understand the sentiment of that, but that doesn't mean that there are no consequences from the monopoly that exists right now of these big companies and government working together to push this cultural hegemony, hegemony of Marxist flavor in their own, you know, agenda. And the thing that anarchists, well, mostly libertarians fail to understand is that culture is so significant and it really influences people and it really matters. And conservatives as well tend to ignore culture and tend to, um, I guess, look down upon it and, you know, the whole Hollywood industry, music industry, whatever, and ignore what it is people are consuming and think that, like, it's not important or they shouldn't pay attention to it. There's more than one way to, to subvert a nation. And obviously um, that whole mainstream Hollywood pipeline going on is a way that they can do it. The left understands that and the left knows how to manipulate people through, I guess, um, having a monopoly on propaganda. And we're kind of yep. seeing the outcome of that now. I mean, academia, Vatican, 
all these institutions are pretty much in on it. Even if they're separate from government on paper, they're still all behaving in the same direction, I would argue. And my thing as an anarchist, I'm not calling for government to step in and regulate. Not at all. I understand that they're all working together, and that's also part of the problem. What also bothers me about this whole thing is I see Trump as being the Pied Piper, and he's saying things like, okay, hey, everyone yes. join me on Parlor," And so people go follow him on Parlor, and then Apple just says, oh, we're going to ban this app. And we're it feels like this incremental step-by-step thing where people are following Trump to where he goes. And I'm not saying don't join Parler. I'm not saying don't have alternative media. I am saying I don't trust Trump. I see him as hurting people into this incremental trap of the agenda the system wants to implement. I Does this make sense? Like... Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, everyone's it's it's so, the false right left paradigm, Hegelian dialectic. Yeah. Um, we have to look at the elephant in the room as well. Israel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Israel. And we're at another commercial. We'll be <laughs> right back after the commercial. Stay with us. This is the most transparent administration in history. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here's a testimonial from Amazon.com. I am only 40, but I have put my body through hell working in manufacturing for 20 years. I recently started to notice a buzzing feeling along with a stuttering sensation with my heart. I had a full cardio stress done, which I passed. I decided to try Extendivite after getting the jingle stuck in my head. Halfway through the bottle, I really did notice a difference. After getting home from work, I would just sit in a chair for a few hours feeling like crap, and this stuff reduced that feeling along with heart discomfort to almost nothing. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the energy planner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an energy planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy planner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much.
What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. All right, and I hate to cut through the the music right away, but uh, I want to use the time wisely, and we have had a caller waiting. Um, Chris from Las Vegas, if you're still there, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, good morning, uh, Rachel and Tom. Is it Tom this morning? Uh, Chris. Chris. My my apologies, Chris. You guys sound so much alike, I have a hard time telling you apart. A couple of observations I think you might find meritorious, and I, I certainly respect your opinion that we can't be sure if she was really killed or not. But irrespective of that, what we do know is it was laser-focused on that big, scary gun that was poked out there supposedly to fire the shot. Now, I saw on the mainstream media this morning a photo I had not seen before, from behind the shooter in the hallway, which showed that there was somebody standing behind him kind of pointing Mm -hmm. like a handler or a director directing the scene. And so I thought that was really critical. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I think is clearly apparent is the guy that's up banging on the glass to break the window, he has a helmet on. Well, that's not what the Mm -hmm. common people wear. But particularly on that helmet along the back is blue labeled Trump tape. Well, we know that the red color is the Trump color for the MAGA hats and stuff. So this was clearly a virtue signal to his co-revolutionary terrorist infiltrating the Trump movement. He was on their team. Also, Mm -hmm. whenever he made his speech... He had his blue tie on showing his true colors come shining through in Cindy Lauper fashion that he had shifted parties or at least revealed what party he was really allied with. And these things are really, really obvious if you look with a critical analytical eye to discern what's really going on. What say you? I agree with you uh, 100% with the um – not with the tie colors thing. I've, I've seen it, you know, and hey, there's might be merit there. Um, but with uh, Antifa, 
and them infiltrating this and pretending to be Trump supporters. I covered it uh, pretty well. Um, not all my original footage, and I give credit to people whose footage I used in it, but if you're interested in seeing that, um, you go to bitchute.com slash the Freedom Ministry, um, and several videos down at this point, because I've covered it a, a, a little bit, is called the DC Capital PSYOP, its connections to Antifa and government assets, and it's going to show you um, what the gentleman was just talking about. Certain people were definitely identified as Antifa provocateurs pretending to be Trump supporters. And they admit as much also, in some of them. Also, this morning they're trying to promote the meme that this is being associated to all the demon crap parties uh, protest and revolutionary terror in these cities that went on for months and months. And they're trying to mm. associate this event with that to frame the blame on Trumpers. And this is a really devious tactic mm -hmm. called projection. This is where yeah. you try to associate and putting that that murderous label of domestic terrorist on freedom-loving Americans is about the most assiduous, dangerous thing that they can possibly do because that is an attempt to commit murder under Title 18 U.S.C. Section 1117, conspiracy to murder by false labeling innocent American-loving patriots yep. as domestic terrorists. Yeah, it's modern terrorism, and it's called a false flag. It's, it's the classic false flag. Um, this is what the Israeli Jews did back in 1947, uh, the year 47, I believe, when they did the King David hotel mm -hmm. bombing against the uh, British, um, you know, power at the time, the British authority. And uh, they tried to dress like Arabs at the time with the head garb. And, you know, and they today admit as much that some of the people still alive who played a role in it. Um, are cheerful and giddy when describing it. You know, we dressed like yeah. the Arabs. We ran, we hid the bombs, you know, we took care of people. <laughs> yeah, then you got dancing Israelis. Um, but this is an Israeli tactic, believe you me. And they invented modern terrorism in the form that we see it today, uh, the form that you see from Al-Qaeda, from ISIS, Al-Nusra Front. Um, this was all stuff used by the Haganah militia, the Argon. Levi gang um, that literally evolved into today's Israeli Defense Forces, which is their military. One yeah, other this is why. Go ahead, Rachel. I'm so sorry. This is why I want you know Trump supporters and just people in general to be aware of what subversive war wartime tactics exist, so that at least they know in the back of their minds that this is possible. Not that everything's a conspiracy. Or that everything's fake or whatever, but literally, I think I think the public at large just doesn't understand. You can fake a shooting, you can fake a death, or you can set off things to be in your favor. And that this is certainly, if I were Trump, I would have said something like, "Look, I want to host this rally, but you know, I think they're trying to set us up a certain way to look bad and whatever." So he could have gotten a lot of points for doing that. It sounds nuts and counterintuitive, but he could have said, "I wanted to host this rally, but..." You know, I heard about these infiltrators and that Tifa was waiting for us and here's other ways we can go about things. And he also could have addressed the fraud, you know, certainly much sooner. The whole thing just seems a bit odd to me. So I really do hope people wake up and realize the way yeah. in which they're being manipulated. And it's important to be actionary, not reactionary. The system, the government itself, the people that are running these scams or whatever, they know how people are going to respond and act to things. 
they know like they anticipate what people are going to do next so it's important to like yep. try to be two steps ahead it's like the art of war bingo absolutely bingo this, this yeah. is and before this is so i insidious. before i lose my thought real yeah. quick chris um it, it whether that letter that i read earlier from pelosi is real or not um is irrelevant it's the blueprint i just want to say this how much easier it is for these false flags to be framed in the way you want when you have the media completely in your pocket. And this yeah. this from the letter is true. Um, part number four, it reads, press has told me they will support and fact check any claim we make. The press is on, you know, they're going to do what it what, what they get paid to do, right? Um, so when you have the press able to frame things in whatever way you want and the coverage that you're going to get, and they're not going to show you know, all the Chinese nationalists out there all organized and talking about the Communist Party. And, you know, I didn't see any of that. Right. So they know what the press is going to cover because they talk and coordinate with these people. Um, it, it is military psyops. It is engineered from behind the scenes. It's very real. Um, and I, I just wanted to, you know, drive that. You're correct. If you're not paying attention to other than lamestream media, you're certainly not getting any truth whatsoever or very little. However, one of the things that's critically important in this infiltration scheme, which really was converted by the infiltrators to be a crisis event managed production, it was hijacked and converted to their own purposes. And so it's just really horrific that the press has become weaponized against the American people. And Trump has done a good job of calling out as the fake news. And that's exactly what most people are being exposed to. So they have no knowledge, no truth to make an informed decision with, much like the Trump uh, election, where the DOJ and the FBI completely withheld all the incriminating evidence against the Biden laptop from hell and their antics going oh, on yeah. over there. Now, the previous show to yours this morning, Johnny Delirious show, he has some pretty deep intel associations. He says that Trump signed the Insurrection Act last night. There have been deployments of National Guard at different locations, and there are pending, and in fact, he even claims that Nancy Pelosi, Lindsey Graham, and maybe others have been arrested already. I think that would bode well because this is sure getting close, cutting it to the very gnat's end before they do something that should have been done probably months ago. I mean, that would be yeah. great, but at the same time, I don't see Hillary in jail, and he wished Ghislaine Maxwell exactly. well. And then he didn't pardon Assange, and he didn't pardon Ross Albright. He pardoned some criminals from Blackwater. So, I mean, I exactly. hope what you say is true. That would be really, really great. I am going to be skeptical of that in general because he had many opportunities to call these people out at many different times. And I credit where it's due. He did call out the mainstream media. I'm just waiting for the pivot where he tries to create his own news network and just tries to become basically the mainstream media uh, yeah. rather than, you know, rather than encouraging people to be as independent as possible. The litmus test that I tend to use is, does this person advocate for independence or are they advocating for a political resolution? If it's a political resolution, well, that's compromised. We can clearly see, we've seen the Supreme Court, you know, most of them ignore the fraud cases. Every avenue where there was an opportunity to reinvest this confidence in the system was demolished. I mean, I, I'm happy if people lose 
faith in a democracy because it's not even supposed to be a democracy in the first place. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, hey, Thanks if you press these people... In. There is no such yeah. thing I, as I a civil it. war. God bless mm-hmm. America. Thank you very, very much. Uh, thank Thanks, you. Chris. <laughs> and uh, I just want to dovetail on what you're saying, Rachel, and, and you're so right. Um, and, and it's like, like my father. I can't get through to my father and Trump. I, I just can't. He supports Trump um, right or wrong. You know, it's like those people. I support my country right or wrong. Um, mm-hmm. America, right or wrong. And it's just it's so uh, cringeworthy. Uh, I mean, Trump is beholden to Rothschild interest. He was bailed out in Atlantic City when he was financially done personally and commercially. He, he owed so much money to them. And they basically came out and said he's better off alive than dead to us. They needed the Trump name. Mm-hmm. They knew he wasn't going to go down without a fight and he would have taken the name with him. And they wanted to keep the empire alive. So guess what they did? Wilbur Ross, as the agent for the Rothschild bankers, arranged for him to be, um, you know, revitalized. Mm-hmm. And they got a game plan together. They put him on a stipend, you know, hit him on the wrist and he got in, in, in line with it. Now, fast forward years later, they need him. So they put a crisis actor as their yeah. president of the United and States of America. That's what's what's, what's so wild to me is how obvious Biden literally is a pedophile. That's so yeah. wild to me. That's not talked about enough. You want to talk about the Ukraine thing, all these scandals? Absolutely. But he's sniffing kids on C-SPAN and touching <laughs> them and saying inappropriate things. If I was your age and like undeniable that that is so wild to me <laughs> that we have this president elect that's like yeah. really a pedophile it also speaks I mean, to me um to the mm-hmm. to the current temperature of society this is acceptable oh, yeah. this is excusable because we live right. in sodom and gomorrah not to get yeah. biblical and we're <laughs> gonna have things here and i'm a pretty open-minded person i love burning man whatever but just these children out of certain things. It's inappropriate. There's definitely a line in the sand and a moral line. And especially when you have things like Cutie on Netflix, we're seeing just, I would call it, you know, the, um, just the entropy of all these different systems, all these different forms of entertainment, just them seeing how much they can truly get away with and try to justify it and to try to call people intolerant. That's like, fine, call me intolerant. I don't care. Because we need to affirm strong boundaries and say this is unacceptable. Yeah, they've changed the terms and definitions. They want you to believe that, hey, if you don't support pornography, you're not supporting freedom. Right. You know, it's you, it's freedom to be able to express yourself and have pornography. Um, it's disgusting. And that's why the Jews and Israelis run the porn industry. That's why they run mm-hmm. the media. That's why they run the banking industries. I wrote a joke on Twitter. I said, I'm not saying the Jews own the media. I am saying Mark Zuckerberg just banned the president from Facebook. Yep. We yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Okay. Put him on. Put him on. Hi. Hi. Um yeah, just a few things. Uh firstly about that Q stuff. That's where it's coming from. About the Pope Mm -hmm. being arrested and stuff like that. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, but it's not helping. I think there's too much hope porn going on here. And, um, you know, they've been wrong about everything. So mm-hmm. I think 
you know, what are they going to feel like when in, when Trump loses? They're going to be very disappointed. It, false hope is dangerous where they believe this stuff, you know, trust the plan. Well, hang on. Trump's lost the presidency, the House and the Senate. Uh, the intelligence agencies are on against him. So it's ridiculous to, to say there's a plan. Um, and what you were saying trust there, Rachel, the plan, about um, action rather than... Yeah, trust the plan. <laughs> the, the action rather than reaction. All this stuff was so... Uh, transparent before the election that they were changing election laws unconstitutionally that's when yeah. uh, trump should have been taking action to try and you know we're, this was mm-hmm. so obvious this was going to happen um when these judges were changing it using covid as a pretext he should have done something mm-hmm. then um and what i was think you know with all this censorship going on um I, i'm worried about uh, rbn as well um can they if they could do something they'll try and do it they'll try and take you off air um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you see what's going on with Parler, uh, Twitter, a lot of followers on there, um, you guys. So I'd try and switch people over to places like Parler and VK because while well, you can as well, because also people are leaving uh, Twitter. I think that yeah. people just think they're being deleted, but they're actually they're like, oh, hang on. You just got rid of the president. I'm going over to Parler. I'm, I'm screwed. Twitter. Exactly. So, you know, I think... It's it's going to be diff. It's, it's, it's going to get worse when they get in as well with um, yep. with Harris and the, the other guy. I so, was you know, permanently got suspended from Twitter three weeks ago without any actual reason. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that. No, I, I get it. Yeah. By the way, going um, on. I mean, so one of my college friends had reached out to me and he said that. He said there's a possibility that Parler will move to the Alibaba cloud. And I believe that Alibaba is a company that's owned by China and that it's a more independent company. But that's why I kind of feel like Parler's a trap, to be honest. Which one's which one is uh, by yeah, China? All these social media platforms. So. Uh, that Parler Alibaba. might move to a cloud like, you know, owned by Alibaba. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, so, Parler might is is so big already. So yeah, I I'm definitely a bit wary of it. Um, right, but, you and know, especially places like Trump, and especially also, like I said, I think Trump's a Pied Piper. I'm not saying he's wrong about everything, but Pied Piper, and he literally said, "Hey, everyone, come follow me on Parler," and I think it's a way to get everyone on Parler and then crash Parler, and you know, that's that's why I tend to uh, be skeptical of that too. I, I do like Gab, but I know they're probably going to yeah, come that's, to that's, a, that's like the Russian version of Facebook. Um, as, long, mm-hmm. as long as you don't criticize Putin, you're right, <laughs> I think. But um, it, 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 it seems pretty good. You know, you can say what you like on there. Because um, Facebook, everyone's going to get thrown off or, you know, I'm getting warnings every time I go on there. So mm-hmm. it's going to get worse and uh, start building up these smaller companies, make our own forums and, and stuff like that, you yeah. know. But not just that, we also have to always focus on our local community as well, you know? Yeah. We also do have to have, like, the offline, in real life, people we can talk to and networks and things like that, because they are trying to get us forced into these silos and these echo chambers, clearly, and they are trying to segregate people. That's so obvious to me. Um, So it's important to kind of, like... extra difficult at the moment with lockdowns people are forced to stay online more because they're you know being yeah. locked in their homes in a lot of places yeah 
pretty wild. It's all but just a bunch of garbage because, um, you know, it comes down to freedom, right? Are they giving us freedom or are they taking away our freedom? What's and that? we have to use the Great well, Reset as a lens. Away. We ask ourselves, does this fall within the purview of their plan for the Great Reset? Yeah, I think uh-huh. it's all about that, to be honest. Um, it's so yeah. it's so open as well, you know. He's re- know. Well, Mr. Schwab has written a book. I know. They're 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 they're, they're not even hiding it. I mean, it's it's, nope. yeah. it's crazy times. It's because it's written under the pretense of this liberal scripture using terms like equity and social justice and sustainability. It's written in fancy, kind language that really hides, mm-hmm. you know, this this colonialism that's what it is essentially it's just coming from yep. technocrats and you know the spearmen of power really uh, and people don't realize yep. it. it's that 2030 you'll own nothing and you'll be happy and that's insane I, yeah so, we have I'm, to get out I'm, of the two-party system warning people yeah i don't know if so that's going yeah, I highly suggest people invest in Bitcoin, get some kind of a ledger wallet, something like that, and uh, have, you know, a community and network and have different strategies for how to approach this. Because obviously, as we can see, you know, hey, I give people credit for storming the Capitol. And honestly, I don't think it was stormed enough in my personal opinion, but we can see how easy it is to infiltrate large, you know, um, protests, and so I don't think that that's the best avenue for fighting back. No, I don't either. We have to get organized outside of their system, yeah. outside of their purview and their control, yep. and you know, yep. exercise our freedoms and our rights, or we don't have them. It's funny too. I don't know that I think about it because of COVID. There was nothing stopping the rally from happening. I don't think I heard anyone in the media or anyone saying, oh, don't have this rally because of COVID. <laughs> nope. That wasn't <laughs> you know the, the yeah. line, you know? Yeah, they all get their talking points, and that wasn't it. Mm. No. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, try and organize on your own platforms and stuff or smaller platforms, and then mm. organize in real life. Um, because mm-hmm. yep. you know they can't stop people speaking in the streets when COVID's over. Hopefully, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah people are still being arrested for hugging and just being human beings. So the madness is still there. Throwing, throwing snowballs. Someone got two hundred pound. They they want to find people for throwing snowballs. Yeah, that's crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah. You get you get two hundred pounds for uh, serving COVID on ice, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I it's... I definitely look at like Scotland and the UK and other places as a litmus test for what they want to do to the US, basically. Always UN, look, yeah. always look to Scotland. And... They are, yeah. you know, California on steroids, as far as I'm concerned. Always mm. look at Scotland. That woman. Is insane um mm-hmm. nicola sturgeon and then whatever they do we copy and then you know and so on um, yes. always look to california yeah. and scotland and and see what's right coming yeah 
New York as well, although I do think California is worse, for sure. Yeah. And I guarantee yeah, Stacey Abrams and Andrew Cuomo are going to try to make some moves in 2024. I definitely guarantee it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. That is awful. He is a horrible man, quite my. Oh, yeah. Well, the Finding crazies hospital. truly run the asylum, don't they? Yeah, run by criminals. They're not distributing. Yeah, and these vaccines, everything, right? They're really throwing the book at everything. Well, well, keep your sense of humor. <laughs> keep your sense of humor, yeah? And uh, we've still got that. Yeah. We got it. yeah, we do. Well, good <laughs> Good talking to you guys. Take care. Right, thanks thanks for calling for, for the good advice. Be safe, man. Yeah, Take good care. show. Cheers. Bye. Bye. He brings up good and points. to everybody out know. there listening, I'm sorry, yeah. Rach. I just wanted to say, you know, don't be afraid to exercise your your opinion, your freedom. You know, just uh, find whatever that is inside yourself, that flame, um, and use it. You know, that that's that's your humanity. You know, it, yeah. it wants to be heard. Um, just yeah. be yourself. Be free. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. Everyone really is acting like an asshole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the biggest Karens are going to deny that they ever did this. Guarantee. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, the time is now, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to have any rights or freedoms unless we exercise them because we have them inherently, yes. not because somebody gave them to yes. us. Yes, and no Patriot Party. I'm not trying to be a naysayer here, but I don't think the political system is the way to do it. Hey, if libertarians want to throw resources at it, go for it. Like, you know, hey, people want to spend their time doing that. I'm just saying, I don't think we're going to get the outcome we want through the system. Especially when we've seen every level of it compromise. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's it. Freedom above tyranny, guys. Use your common yeah. sense. And uh, yeah. listen to us next week, as always. Thanks so much for a great show. I had a lot of fun. All right, thanks, Barry. Covered a lot. Thank you. All right. God bless you guys. Later. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855, the number 2, keep it today.
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.